folks. Grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskeys presents Tales of the Trophies, the Big Tens. Oh, boy, I'm screwing this up, man. It's our last episode of the season. I just botched it. I absolutely botched it. You know what? You guys know what it is. Let's the- grab some whiskey, drink it up. Big 12 trophy time. Mike, EJ. EJ, how's it going, pal? Uh, it is going great. We are double dipping today due I to the holiday I'm, season. Yeah. So we had just recorded the Sunflowers uh, State Sunflower Showdown <laughs> State Showdown. Are we just and... flustered because this is our last episode? We're sad about yes. it. Like that's, yes. that's our last trophy, our last trophy of the season. Our last trophy. Yes. Um, oh. So, yeah, so we we're double dipping here just because we are coming up on Thanksgiving and both of us will be traveling um, to see uh, out of state family. So, um, yes. So it is I feel great. I feel sad. I feel yep. excited to see how this season just shakes out. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how our pick'em shapes out mm-hmm. to see if we will be um you know if if the podcast will win again like last year or if I, we I don't be... I don't feel very good after last week. I mean I'll I'll be I'll be real <laughs> honest about that going 0 and three like that's yeah, I, I had a decent week. Uh, actually it's the second week in a row where I just Basically, I was right back where I started at the, after the end of it. I mean, by play so many, I have so many plays. Uh, second week in a row where I'm right back where I started. Um, so I had some winners, just didn't pick them for the pod. So yeah, where you yeah, do? I feel, feel like that. That's like the worst feeling. Is I had a few. I loved the slate last week, and I had a really a few good ones that really panned out. Like Purdue, um, I I bet on Purdue. I bet on Central Florida. Um, but Me too. you know, yeah. did, didn't didn't pick them for the pod and and had a couple of a uh, couple of stinkers there with uh, BYU. You know, there's nothing worse than when you tune into a game and you just know, like it, <laughs> it, it, you typically know, right? Either yeah. way, yeah. If you you're do. if you're especially if you're taking like you a do. home dog, you either yeah. know they're gonna be in this game until the end and you like your chances, or you just know I fucked up. And I knew immediately with BYU, I fucked up because that Mm -hmm. was a shit show of a beginning. And then you could just feel Tennessee and Missouri. Like you just, I just knew I was on the wrong side of that from the get go, just by the way Missouri looked. Yeah. I, I, I stayed away from that one. I liked Mizzou, but it was like, well, I like him enough to bet him against Tennessee. Like, you know, that was, uh, you know, it's (laughs) feels unnatural. It feels unnatural. It just felt like a great spot. Tennessee had been stopping the run. Missouri yeah. had been relying on the run and Missouri had just lost a heartbreaker and a very physical game against Georgia. So while I do think Missouri is good and we kind of flagged them at the beginning of the year as, you know, not necessarily a spoiler of Georgia, um, but we did think that they could potentially be the second best SEC East team this year. Um, and they, they've looked great and, and they looked really great uh, against Tennessee. So, yeah, um, yeah, just one of those things. But why don't we, we kind of started to uh, do this 
kind of organically um, in between recording these episodes. But we thought that in lieu of trivia, since we have done so many Texas-based trivia this year already, that we would just kind of do a little recap of this season um, just because it's it's been a great one. It's been a – I will say for me it was a shockingly good season because I didn't yeah. necessarily have – too high of hopes to be honest with you but i was pleasantly surprised so why don't you kind of talk us through what uh what we've gone through so yeah i will and you know what this um i'm just looking back and and doing some statistics you know some statistics but simple stats uh, statistics yeah simple analytics so let's see one (laughs) two three four five Okay, so in the Big Ten, we had five trophies. The Big Ten season, we had five trophies that ranked in the top that we ranked as high, right? So that includes Cyhawk, five dollar bits of broken chair, Paul Bunyan, Floyd of Rosedale, Paul Bunyan's axe, right? SEC, we had holy cow, really. SEC, oh, okay, sorry, it was my bad. Uh, SEC, we had four that we ranked in the top tier. So that would be the McCullough Trophy, the World's Largest Outdoor Cocktail Party, the Egg Bowl, and the Iron Bowl. Then, but the, the, the key thing about those, about those SEC ones, we didn't have very many that were like fives as far as the looks go of the trophy. Like that yeah. was... That was a, that was a rough season. That was a rough season. SEC do better, but then yeah. the Big Twelve, we have one, two, three, four, five, with one remaining, top tier trophies, uh, which includes the Victory Bell, the Iron Skillet, the Indian War Drum, the Red River Rivalry, and the Old Wagon Wheel, back to back fives, and we also had this season. I'm pretty sure, just like looking, I mean, I could go in and do the math. But we had the highest aggregate by far. Like, yeah, I mean, I think on average, these trophies went ranked way higher. Because in the Big Ten, we had a bunch of lows, right? Like the the old oak and bucket. <laughs> I think I was a little harsh on that bucket. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the land of Lincoln. It's just Whoa. George Jewett, Heartland, uh, the governor's victory belt. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then the SEC, yeah, I mean, we had, we had a bunch of – a lot of mid ones, a couple low-tier ones. We had a lot of mid ones, though. And then this one, though, we only had one low-tier trophy, which was the telephone trophy. Um, everything else has been, you know, in the mid-tier. So it's been a really solid season. And we also had our highest-ranked trophy ever, a composite score of 4.81, the Red River Rivalry. So it's been – uh. The SC, they're the Big Twelve really showed up to to play uh, this season for us, so that's been that's been pretty exciting. And I will say, you know, yours you do have to take into account that we needed to bring in some of the newcomers to the Big Twelve mm-hmm. as well. So some of these trophies aren't necessarily Big Twelve to Big Twelve opponents. I think there uh, might be what the Victory Bell was not one. Um, yeah, it was Cincinnati, uh, yeah, Miami of Ohio, yeah. 
So I, I will say overall, because I, I think it's pretty well known, like the when it comes to rivalry trophies, the Big Ten reigns supreme as far as just the number yes. of them. Um, most of them are, are really historic and, and have been around for such a long time. Um, and I mean, and that's reflective by the protected rivalries, right? So you look at the big 12, I think the big 12 protected five total rivalries moving forward. I think Wisconsin had four by itself. Um, it's just, it's way, way more in the big 10. And then the sec has a lot of rivalries, but not necessarily trophies Mm -hmm. to go along with them. So we kind of stumbled across like, like the egg bowl and the, um, the, the iron bowl are probably pretty high on the rivalry aspect of it, but probably not higher on the look. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm um, yeah, so, but it's been interesting, but I do, I, I would not have guessed that our to date f- favorite rivalry and trophy would have been out of the Big Twelve. I would have thought for sure, yeah. at least for me, it would have been in the Big Ten. Um, but that's why we do this. And I mm-hmm. and could we be outdone in season four and potentially season five? I think I, I, I think I, there's some some gems left. I think season five is going to be if, if that's if that's is that going to be our best of the rest? What's what's next season? We're going to do ACC and maybe some Pac-12, some so, old, old Pac-12. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is season four will be because there wasn't enough for the ACC or the Pac-12. Now that Pac-12 is not even going to be existing, I think we'll do the best of the rest. Power five. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll just go through all the rest of the, the power five trophies that, uh, pique our interest. And then season five will be all of the group of five trophies and all the oh. gems there. And, um, even maybe potentially some of the, the division, not, not even division one, a, maybe some division, uh, one B. Cause is that what technically montana montana state is are both yeah yeah they're they're uh yeah well no they're 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 one they're championship series okay they're 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 fcs they're championships so yeah yeah Yeah. so they yeah we were introduced to a doozy there brawl of the wild i can't wait for that (laughs) that was the first thing i was gonna say i can't wait for that one um yeah so we we have some exciting things here um not to mention by the way, the Brawl of the Wild is similar to what I want the Cascade Clash to look like. Just the Cascade Clash should be made of wood. But I have a different idea for the Cascade Clash now where it's just a big log. We just get a big old log and we paint that sucker green and purple. And and that's, uh, I, I don't know, I'm workshopping some things on the Cascade. Or a chainsaw. Though that would kind of be stealing from Oregon State. But I don't know. We're, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll figure some things out. Yes. So we will be having an upcoming series that we're really excited about. We don't have a name for it. Um, you've kind of already guessed just by what we've talked about specifically with uh, the Cascade uh, Clash, Classic Clash, what, Cascade Clash, Clash uh, between Oregon and Washington. But we not only have we talked about all of the great existing trophies in, in all of college football. But especially with college real uh, football realignment, and honestly, just some of these really historic rivalries don't have trophies, and we don't find that acceptable. No, nope, so like we, it. we, we will definitely we so we probably have to first come up with the name of the series, uh, but to be determined. But we do have upcoming uh, where we will be creating 
rivalry trophies for some of these trophies or some of these uh trophies for some of these rivalries Oof. and we are legitimately going to try and get these made five dollar bits of a broken chair ask like we we are going to be those guys that come up with a great idea get both fan bases on board get some local business owners involved and we are going to get one of these over the finish line. I am determined. We have already have five well, in our I, head, and there are plenty of more. I think to, we can, to be thought through, especially thanks to you know generative AI. We can we can just put something into you know some uh, a gen AI model and you know spit out a, a picture of a nice little trophy. I think so. I think that this. I think we have to work on our prompt engineering a little bit, but I think we'll be able to get it done. I do too. We also have to think about how to best podcast this because it's going to be a very visual thing so we got to find that's the best why place. that's why we need to to work with gen ai that's what that's why we need to find you know choose an open source model and we'll we'll, we'll workshop it maybe we can do that we'll, we'll see how that goes we'll try it once and see see what gets spit out but uh but yeah 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 because i do like the idea of us kind of coming in with ideas but bouncing them off in real time to come up with something yeah. and then maybe whatever that thing is doing a little bit of refining to get the final, you know, product. Yeah. If to if say we have any, to, if we to have push, any, if we have to, any artists to the in people. the audience that would be willing to yes. like, you know, just, just live, live sketch this with us. That would be, that would probably be, I, I think I'd be a little demanding. So uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Uh, yeah. So, but stay tuned for that. Um, and then also stay tuned. So this will release the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, and then we will come back. Uh, we will take a week off and come back after championship week, um, weekend to then talk about our, uh, college football, uh, preview and then, where we are at the bracket, how how we did with uh, who got in, what who the winners and losers were, uh, and then what what our bracket and our total, our competition looks like leading into the playoff and see. Um, I mean, I know my champion's already dead, but uh, we'll see um, where we're looking and and where um, it, it, hopefully there isn't already a winner <laughs> before the playoff is played. But you never know. Guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so why don't we get to the trophy that we're talking about today? So this is the Chancellor's Spur game, Spurs game, and this is played between the Texas Longhorns and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So what are your guesses to what this trophy looks like? I've either seen these or I just know what they okay. look like. I don't know if I've seen them There's on the field, chance. but like, if they're not Golden Spurs, then what are we doing here? Like it's just a golden pair of spurs, probably with you know UT with you know the Longhorn symbol and Tex Tech symbol on them. That's what I have to imagine. Yeah, I feel like I've seen them, but if I haven't seen them, like that's what they are. Okay, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they're not going to feel pretty good about that. <laughs> um, all right, so a little bit of the history of the rivalry. The first matchup was in 1928 between these two schools. Texas won 12 to nothing, and Texas won 15 out of the first 16 meetings and 20 out of the first 23 meetings Damn. between these two schools. Uh, so overall, Texas leads the series 54 wins to 18 losses. Yikes. 
Um, and like I had mentioned that the first meeting did take place in 1928, uh, the Longhorns and the Red Raiders only faced each other nine times between 1928 uh, and 1960. But since 1960, both schools have played annually as members of the Southwest Conference through 1995 and then from um, 1996 on as Big 12 members. Obviously, that is going to change as of next year when Texas leaves for the SEC, but we will get to that in a little bit. If my computer decides not to freeze on me, great. Okay. Uh, why don't you scroll down? Tell us tell us whether they disappointed you or not. No, nope, that's it. I, I feel like, do they bring <laughs> these on the field or are they in this little glass case all the time? I believe they're in this class case all the time okay. well i i mean yeah yeah well regardless they are spurs they are golden spurs there is a ut symbol on them uh i guess i like that i was gonna say i don't know if i'd like the the uh bevo head better but um it's pretty good and then the text text symbol they're nice they're fancy looking spurs and a nice little glass case on a nice little red velvet bed ah oh. Very fancy, very very posh looking pair of spurs. Yeah, they're beautiful. And then I'm trying to, so they're in a glass case on red velvet. I'm trying to read. So it says spurs. Yeah, handmade, handmade by Lusky. Yeah. Handmade by, I don't know. Presented to the Texas Tech University by Lusky's Westernware. Something and, Wholesales yeah. Club and Commerce. Oh, Sam's Wholesale Club. Yeah. And the Committee for Champions. Yes. Hmm. Okay. There it is. There it um, is some spurs let me tell you about them so they came uh about in 1996 that was when the spurs were first awarded um and this was also the first season that both teams played in the big 12 conference uh the longhorns traveled to lubbock uh, to play the red raiders and in commemoration of their first year that both university systems held a chancellor position the tradition of awarding a traveling trophy coined to the Chancellor Spurs uh, to the winner of the annual rivalry game uh, began. And the Longhorns took the gold and silver Spurs back to Austin after beating the Red Raiders 38-32. to 32. So that's why they, they did it. A little, little fact for you. And then like we'll go through. There were there were two pretty uh, famous games that came up um, when when researching this game. Uh, so in 2005, this was the national game of the week, featuring a highly anticipated clash between two undefeated teams. So number two Texas and number ten Texas Tech. Uh, this was unfortunately a blowout game and was not a good game. Uh, the Longhorns won, so Texas held the Red Raiders' top-ranked offense to a mere 17 points while the Longhorn offense managed to put up 52 points. Um, I think you'll remember a little guy named Vince Young. Uh, he had two uh, passing touchdowns uh, to receiver Billy Pittman and set a rec career record in receiving yards, Pittman did, and running back Selvin Young also scored two touchdowns, and this game marked the first time uh, Texas had gone 7-0 and since 1983. 
And then in 2008, among the most jaw-clenching, heart-wrenching defeats in history of Texas football, the Longhorns lost in Lubbock in a 19 or in a 39 to 33 Red Raider victory. Going into the game, Texas was ranked number one, while Texas Tech was seeded um, number five. During the first half, Texas Tech dominated the game on both sides of the ball, um, and at halftime, the score was 22 to six. And with one minute and 29 seconds left in the game, Texas took the lead for the first time, 33 to 32. Now, these names will really get you going. With only eight seconds remaining on the clock, Texas Tech quarterback Graham Harrell connected yeah. with wide receiver wide receiver Michael Crabtree. Yeah. Managed to barely make it into the end zone with one second left to go. Uh, this was the first time that ESPN's college game day aired from Lubbock. Uh, and it was also the first time under the reign of Mac Brown that the Longhorns lost on the final offensive play of a game. Was uh, it Cliff was Kingsbury the coach at Tech at the time? Uh, yeah, I think so. Was he? Okay, I think he so. might have been. Yeah. What year? Uh, Sorry. 2008. Yeah, Kingsbury was coach. This was the fifth most viewed regular season college football game in the history of ABC and was tagged ESPN's Classics Game of the Week and declared the 2008 College Football Game of the Year, marking the 500th win in the history of Texas Tech football. Uh, and it is considered the most memorable matchup between the two schools and arguably one of the greatest games in college football history. And unfortunately... Oh, no. Kingsbury was not there. Kingsbury say, didn't show been... up till 2013. Okay. He's at Houston. Okay. Huh. Who was the coach? Wow. Uh, I don't know. Um, let's see. 2008 Red Raiders. Who was it? Oh, Leach. Oh. Yeah. The yeah. Air Raid. Yeah. The man himself. Yeah. Should have known. Yeah. Uh, so... Unfortunately, this is where the research ends, and this is one that really frustrated me because for all intents and purposes, this is Texas's biggest in-state rival. Uh, they, It is Texas Tech's number one rival from uh, reading up uh, the Dallas Morning News and uh, other reports, and there just isn't a ton of information about this rivalry as a whole. Um, I, I want to believe, obviously we know what the Red River rivalry is to Texas and Oklahoma. Um, I just, I think it's one of those ones where it's clearly a rivalry between the two schools, but I don't know how heated or hated it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it just seemed, obviously they have the, the, the trophy and I had mentioned, we'll get to it later, but we might as well get to it now. They did announce back in 2021 when Texas said that they were going to the SEC. Now, this is according to Brian Davis, who at the time and could still be, was the senior manager of crisis comms at Texas. Crisis comms. Yeah. Uh, That Texas had agreed in principle to play Texas Tech in an annual non-conference football game once Texas leaves for the SEC. And the tech AD Kirby Hocut tell, told uh, AJ Don Williams at AJ underscore Don Williams that we've spoken about a 20 to 25 year commitment. Wow. So, so they definitely. This is going nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So again, like that just made me hopeful, but also annoyed me because it, there just wasn't enough publicly available on this rivalry. So, yeah. hey, yeah. anyone. Um, 
either game day. Does it really have to be game day to have to go there to tell us about this? I feel yeah. like uh, one of you uh, writers from either of these schools need to to help us break down what this rivalry means to you guys because mm-hmm. it seems like it's an awesome, very unique trophy uh, to to award, and um, I just wish we knew a little bit more about it. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. All right, so why don't we get to our rankings then? All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, looks five. <laughs> That's a solid, solid, solid pair of spurs there. Um, as far as history of the trophy goes, um, man, it's tough because I don't want to conflate it with looks. Because, like, I don't. Like, there's not a ton of history, but, like, how much history do you need when you do it right the first time? Let's go with, like, um, and they're, they're good. Like, it definitely represents the rivalry well. Chancellor's Spurs, too, that seems cool. Let's go with 3.5. Uh, rivalry itself, I mean, to your point, like, you know, you weren't able to find a lot of stuff, but Clearly, if they're planning to play this as a non-conference matchup for the next 25 years, uh, it does mean something. But the lack of documentation, that hurts it. So I'm going to say 3.5. Competitiveness. I mean, obviously, Texas just smacks the crap out of them. But they, when Texas Tech plays well, they, they obviously, it's an exciting game. So I'm going to say 2. And like... I mean, I I gotta put this in the high uh, top tier. Like, I I gotta do it. Like, it's they're just too cool to be in the mid tier for me. So yeah, see that that's something that I feel like I've struggled with the last couple seasons. Is like, how do we rectify tiering these? Because some of these have such a stark difference between the looks and either how they came about or the rivalry itself, um, like how heated it is or how competitive it is. Like, I feel like there's too many times that they don't match each other. And Mm -hmm. I think we tend to lean toward the looks. So I don't know. I feel like we need to suss that out in, in future seasons. Exactly how I I definitely, I definitely weigh the looks more. Like that, okay. like the trophy itself, I, I will admit that like I, I weigh that more for sure. Um yeah, I mean that's my own personal scale. Like if you have if you have a great like and, and that's how I'll tear tier all of these, right? Like if something about you stands out that is so exceptional, like I really like these spurs. Like this is cool for Texas, it's great. Like it just it's such a good trophy. You know, it's unique. They look cool. It's very Texas. Like that for me, just like it catapults it up. You know, it's probably like, it's not as high as like the Red River rivalry, right? Um, there might be some other things that we talked about this season that I wouldn't put as high as like on aggregate, even if the looks of this are better. But man, it does. It does a lot for it for me. So. Okay. The looks for me are a five um, with you. Uh, it's hard to describe how intricate like the design of them are. So I know we yes. kind of said it's 
it's uh you know gold i guess if it's technically gold and silver it's tough with our pictures to tell exactly the color but it sounds like it's both gold and silver and it has the two schools you know ut and tt logos but there is just like a hand design around all of that that just makes it look great yeah and i mean you you just hit um the nail on the head as far as it being so fitting for two schools from texas it is unique uh as well um and the word chancellor just doesn't get used a ton so i think that also makes it like badass as well so it's just it's an easy five i'd say the history of it i mean they're not very old only 96 they only came about because the schools had a chancellor and and i guess they moved to the big 12 so it's like I, I don't know that that to me isn't super great, unfortunately. So I'm gonna go 2.5 there. Um, I just feel like it, it. It seems like they just kind of, I don't know. It just seems like they kind of randomly came about it. They stuck the hell out of the landing, but I feel like there wasn't anything like cool. It's just like, oh yeah, why don't we just do something for the chancellors? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Just not as impressive to me. Give it to the people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I I get that. Yeah, something more for the people. Why are we? Yeah. Why we care about the chancellors? Right. So it's a cool right. name. The chancellor right. Spurs. Yeah. It, it's a cool name, and like I said, they they nailed it. Um, I wish that it was like from the '60s. Like I think that would have made it cool. Um, I don't know. It just seems like it, it kind of stinks that it is. I mean, it's not really newer anymore, I guess. Um, but newer in relation to, uh, some of these other trophies. Um, but. Yeah. So the rivalry itself, again, like I'm with you 3.5. I feel like it's probably higher, but we just don't have enough documentation. But that is a good signal that the fact that, I mean, even Texas going to the SEC, that's a hell of a non-conference game, right? Yeah, to to yeah. put on your to put on your schedule every year. So yeah. when you're likely only going to get, you know, two, maybe three. So um so that 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 makes it at least a three and a half to me. And then competitiveness, I'm with you. It, it it's a it's a two. It's low. Um, Texas Tech did win last year, but it's been pretty few and far between. Um, and you know, judging, I mean, it is Texas, and they have broken our hearts so many times. But the trajectory of both schools still, you know, Texas has the the resources that that the guys out in Lubbock just don't have. So, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, overall. I mean, I'm with you. I really think we need to have more explicit rules about how we're tiering these, but I'm going to go top just because it's beautiful. The rest of it is disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that makes it, that's our first season with six, six in the top tier. Feels, feels right. I mean, it it feels right based on how the, if you had told me this would be the case before the season started, I'd say no. I'd say that doesn't feel right, but it feels right here for sure. Yeah. Highest aggregate scores across the board. Yeah. It's, it's been a good season. I will say it's like, I think the big 10 is like the conference of rivalries because arguably the biggest one doesn't even have a trophy right with Michigan, Ohio state. Mm-hmm. I felt like, cause it's just the, 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 Let's just say that is the 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 conference of total rivalries for me, right? Mm-hmm. Then the SEC is probably the conference of like heated 
meaningful rivalries, right? I feel like the Big Ten has a ton of like Indiana, Purdue's and Illinois Northwesterns where those are meaningful to them, but not to mm-hmm. anyone else. Um, Iowa, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, like none of those really mean anything to us, but they just have so many heated ones again, reflective by the protected um the protected rivalries uh, that are with the new realignment. And then I feel like this one was like the conference of like great looking trophies. I think yes. it was like, the, it, it is just where the other two were really focused. The Big 10 has a lot of good goofy ones. and just a ton of them. The SEC has a lot of heated rivalries, but only a couple great trophies. And this one is less heated rivalries, but so many great looking trophies. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Strong, strong agree there. And I mean, there's just, there's nothing I would change. I think these are, these are it. Same. The only thing I would say is let's, let's, uh, you know, Tacovis boots are based out of Austin, Texas. Let's, let's maybe give a pair of boots for everyone on the wing team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like a way to, a way to wear them or like it, it, I think if I remember correctly, the, the trophy, I don't even know. Oh, this is actually, okay. This might change. Sorry. I, I probably should have added this. I can't confirm this but i'm call it 70 percent sure that i read that these are only passed between the presidents or the chancellors i do not believe i know i I do not not believe these make it on the field i think these are just like sent to each school i think it's a little elitist for me i don't like that um let me let me just let me just take a quick look see because I go mean, ahead. I, go ahead. I would have um well then let's let's get the players some boots, man. Like, you know, that seems like golden sponsorship opportunity right there. Like you know, every player gets some it's it's like for uh you know, bowl games. In bowl games, everyone gets some swag for this game. Everyone on the wing team gets a pair of boots. That'd be dope as hell. I'd love that. I'm thinking about getting some Tacovis boots. To be honest, there's a store near here. Yeah. So this is what I did see. Um, let's make some, let's see what this. Yeah. So it was a tweet in 2021, and it was the chancellor of Texas Tech tweeting at the chancellor of. Um, of Texas and it was just wanted to make sure you have our shipping address with like a, a cowboy hat. Mm. So I do believe that this is just something that goes to the chancellors. I'm sure it That's ends up. I hope it goes beyond their office and at least into like athletic, um, you know, the football thing. So yeah, That's I don't tough. like that. That's I don't tough. like that. No, no. So that's the difference. This needs to be a trophy for the all trophies should be trophies for the the actual people participating in the game, right? Yes. It should be for the the players. It should be for the coaches, and then there should be an ability for fans and students to see it and have access to it. Let the minister of culture wear those things around. Let McConaughey <laughs> wheel around in those bad boys. You know. So that's what I would change. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so this game uh, will be played on, let's see this. This is Black Friday. Yes, so on Black Friday, 
uh, which is the Friday of this week uh, that this is being uh, released. And it is in Austin. It is uh, at 7 p.m. And it is on ABC. Um, because of this, I don't know what the spread is going to be because we are too far out. If I had to guess, Texas is going to be double-digit favorites, barring I'll, I'll anything crazy. Ooh. I'll probably take the horns. Breaking yeah. news. Oh. Georgia jumps Ohio State for number one in CFP rankings. Sure. That makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. I will say we are looking down the barrel. Mizzou's of... up to number nine, by the way. But yeah. We the by the time this gets out, I mean, I guess it won't really make a difference. Um, but the best the best football game of the year is is looking like it's going to end up being played in Atlanta uh, between the Crimson Tide and the Bulldogs. Shocker! We definitely didn't think that was going to be the case beginning of the year, but both teams are really um, rounding into form. Beck has got the experience oh. he needed. Oh, they looked real good. Back. Yeah, they looked. Real both Alabama and Georgia, they they looked they showed up and they they looked real good this week. So and, and yeah. Alabama has figured out the best way to use Milrow and finally kind of uh understand what they're doing on offense and on defense. It was always pretty good this year, but they they finally are figuring out what they do on offense. So that's mm-hmm. that's looking like quite the quite the clash here. Um, so. We 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 shall see, but yeah, I'm thinking Texas. I think if this is going to be to clinch getting into the Big Twelve Championship, um, still have playoff hopes. Uh, Ewers is going to be healthier than he currently is. Um, hopefully, yeah, I, I think it'll probably be double digits, and it'll likely be a cover for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's going to do it for us uh, this week. Follow us on Instagram at whiskers.whiskies and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to check out our last two weeks of Saturday morning pick em posts. Uh, this will also be the last week for the Risk It for the Biscuit. This could be an opportunity if someone is uh, so inclined. This Friday slate, the Black Friday slate, is going to be uh, about 15 or so games. So this will be the biggest one. Um, still have a ton of Saturday games as well. But um, yeah, this will be this will be a very interesting week. And then championship week, we will be picking games, but we'll not be doing biscuits. So uh, it's, it's coming down to it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check out our new website, whiskerswhiskies.com. Uh, and that is where our college football preview bracket is at. And that is important to take a look at because we will be revisiting it very shortly after this. Uh, and uh, it is also where our Ultimate Sports Travelog is located. So join us in two weeks when we recap Championship Week and see how our preseason picks turned out. For Mike, I'm EJ. Always remember too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys.